0: Listening to Two Sons of Tatooine. If there's a bright center to the universe, you're listening to the podcast that it's farthest from. And here are your hosts, Jonathan and Nathan.
1: Welcome to another episode of Two Sons of Tatooine, the only place in the galaxy for news and questions. It appears that we're all out of news today, so (laughs) we'll mostly just be asking questions. My name is Nathan, a.k.a. NP Bro, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jonathan Cohn. We're excited today also to be joined by a favorite of the show, Mr. Mike Self. It's been several months. We're so excited that you're here joining us again. Today, we'll be discussing two topics, the 2022 release schedule for Disney Plus and, of course, the recent Disney Plus Day. So to begin our episode, we will talk about all of the news announced on Disney Plus Day. Now that that segment is over. (laughs) In all all seriousness, I love that, Jonathan. (laughs) This event caused um, some major confusion uh, and not to mention frustration amongst the fans. And so we're going to sort everything out. Jonathan, uh, why don't you give us a little rundown of everything that did or rather did not happen at Disney Plus Day?
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, this was an interesting one. I actually, I don't know about you guys, how you handled it. Um, I was at work and we didn't really have anything going on that day. And so I was working on work stuff, but I had the, the Twitter, uh, the Disney Plus Twitter up in a separate window and, um, while I was working And so every couple of minutes I'd check the Check the Twitter And see each new Um Edition that they did And so I'm yep. watching Alright alright We got Pixar Alright we're getting We're getting all this stuff Or I think it was it started out With like traditional Disney stuff Like Disney live action Then Disney animation Then alright We got the Boba Fett thing Alright we got the We already knew that was coming But let's go And then we get the Kenobi thing Which leaked And we're like alright And then they go to Pixar And we're like wait Wait, wait, go back, go back, go back! (laughs) And let me tell you, I don't know if you guys followed the the, the comments on Twitter. They were annoying as heck, but they were hilarious. (laughs) Everyone was just memeing, and everyone was saying the exact same meme, which was Maul saying, I was hoping yeah, for was Kenobi. Hoping for Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> to various other things. To various
2: other things. And so then it went on and we we're like, uh oh, I thought I thought maybe they'll circle back because <laughs> they went back to some Disney live action and animation stuff, which they had already done earlier. So it's like, oh, maybe they're just cycling through. They did some stuff before, they're doing stuff now, so they'll do Star Wars later. Then they did the Marvel presentation, and then they did this thing wrapping it all up, this video. And I was like, oh, so that's all we're getting. (laughs) So, yeah, Uh, which caused, you know, a lot of confusion. And I will admit I was expecting a lot more. I know, Nathan, you were, too. Um, I think everyone was. But Mm -hmm. never fear. We have breakdown analysis. But uh, uh, first, uh, Mike, did you... Watch any of that, or did you keep up with Disney Plus Day?
0: Only after the fact. I was traveling uh, on Disney Plus Day, uh, so I was not able to uh, kind of follow it as it was happening. So I did make sure to check in um, late Friday night to kind of see, you know, what all what all would come down the, uh, what all would come out, you know, mm-hmm. and, and try to you know check on some teasers and some trailers and different things. And it really wasn't until today. That I sort of started because again I was gone most of the weekend, so it wasn't until today that I kind of started to get the picture that um, uh, that Star Wars fans uh, were a bit, uh, or I guess Disney Plus fans, fans in general, but maybe Star Wars fans especially were were a little bit uh, discontented and dissatisfied. As hard as that is to believe, Mm -hmm. um, about the things about you know about Disney uh, Disney Plus Day and you know what we didn't get and how it kind of turned into a little bit of a. Um, there was some controversy, you know, <laughs> uh, everybody was sort of bummed out and how it wasn't necessarily the rollout didn't go well and so I sort of I, I started kind of gathering all that in today
2: okay <laughs> yeah, it was um I think that the biggest issue was that we were kind of unclear because i didn't even remember what Disney Plus day was like last year, um, uh, mostly Disney plus day last year was just they uh, put a lot of stuff on uh, Disney plus. Um, uh, but they really didn't make it Disney Plus Day in quite the same marketing level that they did today. And I think, if I can guess, I, I don't know for sure, but if I had to, to guess, I would say that they did have an initial plan to make Disney Plus Day their big announcement. And then a few uh, months ago, uh, well, uh, several months ago, they scheduled um, D23 to be the mm-hmm. week after, which was very poor planning. They should have moved D- D23 up a week and made it coincide. That would have been really smart, but they didn't. Um, yeah. That was one issue. This, and the reason, the reason they didn't do D23 this week and had to do it next week was because of scheduling one for all the actors and two was for they have to get this huge convention center out in LA and uh, it's not like this thing's sitting empty all the time. It's being used constantly. so they have to schedule it you know years in advance. So and Z23 only happens once every two years. They only happen on odd years. So the last one we had was 2019. And then the second thing that was an issue was I think this they always announce when the investor calls will be after the last investor call. So we had an investor call about three months ago, and they said the next one will be in December, and this one's going to be a video call, not just a phone call like normal. So the last time they did a video call, they had a bunch of announcements there. So they realized we can't put all the announcements now. And so I think they just realized we're just going to spread it out. Which is why we didn't really get anything for Star Wars specifically, because we're gonna get for the other days. But Nathan, you, we were watching. You were like most of us. I was checking
1: just like you were. I just refreshed it during like uh, my day when I had a minute yeah. or two at the computer, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I was scrolling through. I was kept looking for the trailer for something big. You know, I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was likely we were gonna get something big, but then I was like, well, I don't know when it'll be later today. I'll check back later. Yeah, and. Eventually, like stuff stopped updating. I was like, well, maybe mm-hmm. they're going to do like a lunch break and they're coming back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that just didn't happen for me. Uh, I had I bought in, there was, you know, there's admittedly, I think YouTube has its own system of Star Wars news. And if you follow even, I would say, Facebook groups or Reddit threads or just YouTubers in general, you had the impression that there was going to be, I mean, a lot i i would remember you know all of this hype and excitement and particularly centered around kenobi um some i would say some excitement for other stuff too but that seemed to be everybody's biggest thing was to see ewan and the excitement around what he's going to look like you Now, for me i i guess mike mike and i grew up with like this alec guinness version and like it, it's it's always been a curiosity of what is what is Obi Wan gonna look like in between and especially he gets closer to the age of obviously Guinness was in episode four. So gosh, if we didn't if we didn't have all that excitement it might not have been so bad but it was a little bit of a disappointment all around and and also just you know how it's been, whenever we get big Star Wars news, there's this buzz and we just think about it and talk about it and text about it for several days and theorize about it and uh, it was time for that. We were ready for that and it just didn't happen. So, yeah, yeah, you know, we're stuck in this loop for another week. It looks like it maybe. Looks like, oh, boy, if we don't get something this Friday, <laughs> yeah, then... that
2: would. Be- <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some angry fans. That's for sure. Let's go, Brandon. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, well, well, the, we were talking about the you and thing and it just reminded me, well, maybe they'll do some editing where, like, literally it's half and half. So it's like half of his face is Ewan McGregor. The other half is Alec Guinness. Like, no, that, hmm. that's how they ease him in. Yeah, no. I um, <laughs> be
1: curious if they, if they do some kind of like, de aging, mix technology. Like I know how Star Wars has been with technology developing and stuff. They just hired on this guy who is coming on to work, and basically his his job. We already talked about him. is a YouTuber who does like the facial, like swapping technology and the adjusting. I honestly know that Star Wars has always been on the forefront of that, but seems like they're probably just gonna go E1 with makeup or effects than, than what you're suggesting but if they do congratulations you know push the boundary again and develop something new
2: that'll become big that's what Star Wars does um We're going back to talking about The the whole situation So the reason that everyone was expecting it Was because there were several YouTubers and leakers Who were very much pushing this narrative um, uh, Of Oh, we're going to get Specifically a Kenobi trailer And an Andor behind the scenes And you saw this from a lot of different places Everything from scoop websites To YouTube, to Reddit, everything Everyone was talking about that stuff Um, And when you look at who it originated with, it originates with anonymous sources close to, to, close to Lucasfilm, close to Disney. We don't have it from so-and-so. It's, it's not directly linked, and one one YouTuber who I follow who does news, uh, Star Wars Meg, afterwards, she was like talking about the disappointment, but then she said, well, I can't promise now that uh, we're going to get anything at D23, because obviously my promises didn't mean anything beforehand, and I was like, that's exactly right, you shouldn't have been promising beforehand, because I've been... Trying in the fandom uh, with all the Facebook groups and, and and groups I'm in to try to uh, push the narrative of okay, in, if it's an anonymous source, do not trust it. Maybe if it comes from the Hollywood Reporter or Deadline or or, or Variety because they're pr- they have actual like credentials. And they have working relationships with Lucasfilm. But if it's just YouTubers, I've been trying to say, okay, if they say anonymous source, treat it as if it's 100% fake news, and you'll never be disappointed because we'll never actually expect anything. And so uh, I've been, I'm, I'm, still, I'm saying this is, this is a, a, a fool-me-once fool me situation with the fandom. We were all expecting this to happen. And if it doesn't happen at D23, again, they never promised... Uh, this one that specifically they would have Andor. They they actually did promise exactly what they actually did deliver exactly what they promised in all the promotional material. And technically, the Kenobi thing was never actually talked about by Lucasfilm until it released. So technically, that is an over deliver on their part, <laughs> if you think about it. So they did give us what they said they were going to give us. We just overhyped it too much. But, um, uh, yeah, I definitely think that they could definitely learn from this. But uh, I think that everyone's going to forget Disney Plus Day once D23 and Investor Day come. Because if if those do have content, I think it's going to be um, uh, really big. Um, uh, Mike, I'm trying to remember. Did you remember? Did you watch the the big investor day call that they did last year, where they announced Rogue Squadron and they announced all the new movies and TV shows that were coming out?
0: No, I did not.
2: Okay. the The interesting thing with that that last year was it was a big production. You watched it, uh, I'm pretty sure, didn't you, Nathan? I think so. Yeah, it was like a big, they had all the, the the presidents of each of the individual studios standing in front, uh, standing in essentially the volume. And um, uh, they had, you know, behind them these big presentations that said, Visions! And that's where they announced up Star Wars Visions and stuff like that. And I don't think it's going to be as big a pr- pr- production this year because we got, because we have D23 so close to it. And D twenty three is where we got the announcement about Kenobi last uh, last D twenty three. So I think we'll get it'll be similar to that, but they'll have to split it up because they have like three ba- main events in like three weeks or four weeks. So, but hmm. that's uh that's that was a little short topic since that was originally going to be our full <laughs> kind of kind of <laughs> our full topic for the day. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, but it we already. Will if we 'd gotten a big one we 'd be talking about it oh yeah that, but.
2: but instead we're uh we're going to talk about today, and as you 're listening to this uh d twenty three has already happened, so you are probably already getting all the news, so we sound really dumb right now um maybe we should
1: release the podcast like, early friday this friday week. this week <laughs> exactly exactly right um, before it so right before <laughs> it people be like, well, technically,
2: yeah, technically. <laughs> Alright, so talking about the 2022 release schedule I put Book of Boba Fett on there as our first one Because while though it is releasing on December 29th Most of the episodes will be in
1: 2022 So, Nathan Barely in that window I wonder if that's so they'll qualify for like the uh, for the Emmys for the 2021 casting probably actually
2: uh, you know what that might be the case that might
1: be the case so they can qualify and they can go against stuff which there wasn't much in 2021 or less than there will be in 2022
2: oh yeah for sure I don't
1: know I don't know
2: what were you gonna ask Oh, no, I think uh, I was going to ask your thoughts. So we made this little uh, thing where we're going to talk about. So the first thing to ask is um, Book of Boba Fett looks like it's going to be December to February. Um, Mm -hmm. We're expecting it to be eight episodes is the most likely, although uh, obviously I've heard it might be nine, but I'm anticipating eight. So... Um, uh, we talked kind of a little bit last week, Nathan, about expected cameos, but have you thought about it anymore? Are there any new cameos that that you think, that you've thought of?
1: Uh, no, no. For Boba Fett, we've talked, like, you know, we want to see the underbelly. We don't want to see really any of the main casting. And if, if it follows the trend of Mando season one, that's what we'll get. More, maybe, if they continue the Boba Fett story, then we might see more of, like, the... Mm-hmm you know, secondary characters, which as we know, Mandalorian season two brought those in. We're talking Ahsoka and we're talking Bo-Katan and those people, but it's because clearly they're setting up for season three and for the larger story. Um, And I think a contained story is not going to need too many cameos here, Um, but everybody would love to see Hondo if he's still alive. Everybody would love to see Cad Bane if he's still alive. Those characters were already in Boba Fett's general circle, so... Expect to see them, but mainly, most of all, I guess what we want to hear is—is what we're talking about. This is Mike's perspective, yeah. mm-hmm. um, because you know we're talking Book of Boba Fett. Like we've already talked for an hour and fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah. I mean, we could talk anything. more,
2: but and we could, yeah, yeah. Mike, what, what are your? Uh, are who do you expect to see? What are your uh, predictions and theories and thoughts on Book of Boba Fett?
0: Well, some of what you guys just mentioned, a couple of names that Nathan just said. Um, uh, Cad Bane, I think, was was one of those. I also, uh, you know, I wonder about since this one is focusing on the underworld, and it's kind of interesting because when I first saw, if you think back to when Mandalorian uh, came out, the Mandalorian came out, it, I kind of thought that's what we were going to get from that show is a, a focus on sort of the um, you know the underworld of of the Star Wars universe and uh, mm. bounty hunters and 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 those kind of things, and it kind of—I'm thrilled to death with the direction that Mandalorian went. I wouldn't change a thing. I loved it. Um, but to me, and as we now as we're at the outset of the book of Boba Fett, it kind of seems like maybe this show is going to be that. It's going to be what I thought Mando was going to be, um, and it's—it makes sense because this is sort of like maybe if you want to look at it as this is sort of a volume or a piece of. The Mandalorian story—that's kind of getting its own um, its own platform, I guess—but it's all—it sort of seems like it's all part of the same story. I, for me, I was not super excited about the Mandalorian when it first came out. I thought, you know what, this is not the aspect of Star Wars that gets me excited. Um, It's going to be, you know, mostly new characters that I'm not familiar with. Uh, It's going to be about. A part of the Star Wars story that that I don't, you know, you know me. I'm all about I'm all about the Force, and I'm all about the Force users, and I'm about the Jedi, and I'm about the Sith, and I'm about the light side and the dark, and I'm about the main the main story that we've seen play out on the big screen for the most part. That's me. Mm-hmm. So I thought I don't know how much we're going to get of that from in, in the Mandalorians. So I don't think I'm going to like it all that much. And then I loved it because, <clears throat> and in a lot of ways, because of the direction that it went, it ended up being something else than what I thought it was going to be. So I'm back in that very familiar place with the book of Boba Fett, and thinking that of all of the things that are coming out in 2022, or you know, starting in 2021, coming out next year, this is not really super high on the list for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not. I'm not. You know, it's fascinating, and I watched um, sort of that. I guess it's about a 20 or 22 minute um, mini documentary on on Boba Fett that's yeah. on Disney Plus right now. Uh, inside the helmet, I think is what it's called, and I, I watched that, and it talks about how the creators of Boba Fett never imagined that that character would become what it has become over the <laughs> years because you're, you're talking about a character who had four lines of dialogue um, in Empire Strikes Back and maybe six and a half minutes of screen time. And became this uh, this phenomenon. It's mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. What and I, I I've got so many you know friends who are big Star Wars fans who love Boba Fett I and mean, they mm-hmm. love him. And and I was never one of those. Like, you know, for me, <laughs> um, uh, when we, we if you if you want to uh, sort of encapsulate my um, my attitude toward toward that, it's it's the Imperial officer officer who scoffs and says bounty hunters. We don't need their scum. Uh, that's kind of that's like my take on you know it's like that's sort of extra. It's uh, it's something you know that that's not the part again. That's not the part of Star Wars that that really um, gets me fired up. So as we as we, I loved the character of Boba Fett. It was great when they brought him back in Mando. That was wonderful. Um, but as we head into this one, I am I'm in, I'm in that same place again, thinking that I'm not. Probably this is not one that's going to get me super excited. I hope to be proven wrong again, as I was with Mandalorian. I hope this one uh, will prove me wrong. I am interested to see, when you think think about Star Wars and you think about the underworld um, and and the timeline that we're in, uh, what presence will Crimson Dawn, if any, have in in this particular story, right? Because I think this this is kind of in the time when Crimson Dawn, I think is, um, and that was touched on some in Solo. Um, Darth Maul at one point was overseeing and running things for Crimson Dawn for this, um, you know, for this underworld uh, crime syndicate basically. And I think it was Kira who eventually sort of took over things and was running things. Now that was once upon a time that was Solo's love interest, and um, so I'm, I'm interested to see. That's another character I think that might make a cameo. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, um, but maybe maybe we see Kira at some point. Maybe Amelia Clark, you know, uh, reprises that role. Um, it would be great, and I doubt this is going to happen um, because, again, one of the things that I think Boba Fett can do that would be a little different than some of the other Star Wars things is not not rely as much on known characters. It, it could be one of those things that that does really go out and break new ground and tell new stories and separate itself a little bit from the main Star Wars story. I'm not itching for it to do that. Like I said, I'm I'm fully invested in the main Star Wars story, and the closer it ties into that and the closer it connects to that, probably the more that I will like it. But that's just me. That's my personal preference. If it wanted to go and break new ground and tell new stories and not rely on the legacy characters that we all know and love, that would be fine. If it wants to do that, that's great. But if it does want to bring in some legacy characters, you know, I mean, Lando Calrissian... In that mm. in that time frame, um, you know Han Solo in that time frame. All of these all of these characters, these legacy mm. characters and main characters, who are tied tangentially in some way to Boba Fett, do we see them make an appearance? Part of the obstacle to that probably is just simply the availability of people like Donald Glover. I mean, yeah. is he even available to you know <laughs> because they're they're obviously so super busy doing a million other things. Are and obviously the fact that the movie Solo. Didn't do great, and and it did, you know the, what was supposed to come after that down the line with sequels and things is probably not going to happen now. So, do they even want to tie in any of that? I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, oh, uh, one of the other characters. What was the guy's name? Help me out from um, the, the marshal, uh, the sheriff, early on in season two. What's Cobb said again? Vanth.
1: Cobb Vance.
0: Yeah, Cobb Vance. I, I think he's a guy we might see. He seems to fit in with this. Mm. Um, in this type of this type of story that that's about to be told through Boba Fett, but, and he's um, already on. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Right. So maybe him. uh, he could be a guy that I think we could see, um, make, make something of a cameo, but, and also, um, Mando himself, right. I mean, we could see, uh, we could see him. I don't know how that would work. Um, because this is, I don't know, is this going to be Is this going to be Mandalorian season two and a half, or is this going to be its own thing? Uh, is mm-hmm. another thing too to sort of to wait and see on. So So it, it'll be fascinating.
1: We know that like Star Wars has just a massive fan, but we've got you know, the fans of just the bounty hunter side as you talked about, people who cosplay as Mandalorians as troopers and mm-hmm. all of that. And then folks like yourself, uh more on the force and then his aspects, people who are just mm-hmm. obsessed with, you know, starship battles and you spread out from there into into all the tangents and there's stuff for everybody. Um, but and I know that this may be geared as we're suggesting but you know in your preference Mike would you rather see the show turn out what you're describing or would you rather see it take a left turn it, it, it could go any direction at this point we have no idea um, only that we have seen just tidbits and it looks like he's gonna deal with some gangsters and mobsters and some kind of you know smuggling criminal empire it possibly but would you rather see it? veer left and involve some force or would you rather see it stay in the underworld and of more exploring that?
0: If it's my personal preference, I would rather see it. Um I wanna see as many as 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 strong of a connection, I guess, to the to the main storyline as as we mm-hmm. can see. You know, I want to see as you know, the familiar characters like the some of the ones I just mentioned. Um if it's gonna focus on um on Boba Fett uh and Fennec as they Take over, you know, Jabba's place uh, you know, of power in the underworld, and they deal with, you know, different gangsters and different <clears> things. If it goes in that direction, that's fine. I'll watch it, but I, I probably won't love it. Um, so, I, for me personally, I would rather, I would rather see it, you know, <clears> connect to the main story and have as many, um, you know, legacy type characters as it as it can have. But I understand that that's not the. That might not even be the best. If you're just talking about what's what's the best thing that Boba Fett in the show could do and could be that might not be it that's just my personal preference that i that i would that i'd like to see because i was thrilled to death when mando went that way and i didn't mm-hmm. expect it and ended up liking that a lot more than i thought i would
1: here's a here's a random off question do you what do you think about the name fire spray for boba fett's ship and the fact that it was changed and do you think we'll hear it called the fire spray in Bo- book
2: of boba fett
0: i didn't know it had been changed that's, um... Oh Jonathan has <laughs> been he's out not, of it, man. He's
2: not on he's not on Reddit, he's not uh,
1: uh <laughs> No. Well, know <laughs> yeah. the slave one name was deemed inappropriate, so they changed it. It is now called the Fire Spray. That is the official Disney we, They have ruled. They have spoken. That's what I would say. <laughs> I have spoken.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. Um uh, the Fire Spray, that's yeah, that's um
2: still a cool name. You know, if
0: you if yeah, it's a cool name if you're going to name a you know if you're going to name a ship uh, based on what it does and the sound that it makes. I mean, Fire Spray's pretty pretty accurate and pretty close to what we what we've seen from from the former slave one. So, yeah, I I suppose we will then in the book of Boba Fett, I guess that we will see it. In fact, referred to as that.
2: I'm I'm going to say no. I think that it, it, uh, the people, the people who changed it, they they said that it was specifically marketing people at Lucasfilm who were dealing with marketing the toys. It was not handed down from the marketing of the the movies or TV shows, uh, which is a different department, and it wasn't handed down from the creatives like Filoni and Favreau who had specifically made the Book of Boba Fett, and they were already well into development of Book of Boba Fett when the decision came. So I think. That hmm. it's just not they're just not gonna even gonna address the name in the show. I just think I just think you're just gonna see the ship. Because they, I think I'd rather have that happen. No. I think and I think that's what's gonna happen. I think that way they don't have to tick off anyone. They can just If you like the one name you can use the other name, but we're not talking about it in the show. It's like it's like the the it's like the, the, the edges on the Klingon foreheads, they're just not gonna address it. They're just yeah, it just happened. Um I you brought up uh, Kira from Solo a lot of people are uh-huh. talking about that because they just had a major uh, comic series featuring Boba Fett from immediately after Empire where he steals um, uh, uh, Han you know, he has, he has, he has Han in the um, Carbonite and everyone's trying to get Han and one of the characters that shows up is Kira um, hmm. and so uh, that's everyone's asking ooh, could she come back? I don't think this is evidence that she would be back, but if if they're playing the long game and they're working all these ed things together, plus the fact that Amelia Clark just was in an interview about a month ago and asked, and she was like, "I'd love to come back for for Kara. I loved playing the character," so she's all on board. So it's not like they can't get her on board. And she's she has movie and TV shows projects, but she's not that busy of an actress. So. I, I, I would love to see that. That's the one I'm hoping for. We are not going to see Lando. I'm just going to go ahead and crush your dreams there. Like, I'm thinking 0.1% <laughs> chance, not because of any story reasons, but because Donald Glover is the most busy actor under the age of 40.
1: <laughs> and he'd be playing older than Billy D.
2: Well, the older than the Billy D was trilogy. back in the original. Yeah, yeah. And Bill, they're not going to de age Billy D for this. I don't no. think. Um, yeah, so this is yeah. I, I'm gonna crush your dreams on that one. Alden, I think, will show up as a solo in this universe eventually, but I don't think it's now. I don't think it's this well, season. I
1: honestly expected—well, expected a lot from Disney Plus Day, but I expected, in the back of my head, that this is when they were gonna release and stun everybody and say we're releasing, we're we're making solo and a continuation yeah. into a series, a Disney yeah. Plus series. And Which they maybe a still lot of people predicted that but but they you know that's the best way for them to continue the story mm-hmm. at, at this point I don't and we've already spoken to this I don't think it's likely that it's getting a sequel but Disney plus to be honest I think a lot of people would find that project interesting enough to watch it even more so than Something like Bad Batch, mm-hmm. uh, who isn't which isn't for everybody. Not you know all the animated stuff, and even something like Andor. They might prefer Solo to Andor. I'd say it'd be a toss up between those. But um,
2: and it'd be half as much of a price for Disney Plus to do it as a TV show. It only cost them a hundred million to do eight episodes, as opposed to spending two hundred million or three hundred million to make one movie like they did last mm-hmm. time. So yeah, might, yeah, they might be like, ah, it's so much cheaper. <laughs> well. Um,
1: would you yeah. watch that, Mike? Would you be all about that if the solo series continued?
0: Sure, absolutely. Um, and, you know, that's funny because, you know, Kenobi was going to be a feature film. And, and then it was going to be a, what, like a 12-episode se- uh, series, and now it's six. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. There are, there are um, the whole no. idea of less is, you know, the whole idea of less is more I think comes into play. Yes, if if Solo were to be, if there was to be a continuation of Solo and it would, were to be streamed on Disney Plus, you're right. I would be one of those people who would be more excited about that uh, than Andor. And I'm excited about Andor, but I would be more excited probably about a continuation of Solo. That would be up there. The one that most excites me clearly is is Kenobi. I think a lot of people fall into that group. I'd, I'd be. Yeah. I, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see. Um, Something like that on you know, stream.
1: I'd love the return of, of Sam Witwer voicing Darth Maul in live action, and yeah. of course Ray Park <laughs> to play him. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh,
2: I will say that though, would be so great. If they don't have John Powell doing the music, I riot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's just to. hope we get it. But if yeah. they if they if they have a show, he may not be. You know, if it's six episodes, maybe he could. I think he him, could.
2: I think. I mean, hey, they got Ludwig, who's becoming the the biggest <laughs> music music person. He's becoming
1: big, but not the big is, but uh, I think I think he's, he's on Hans the he's
2: on the tra- uh, he's on the trajectory. Hans Zimmer just staying. He's not growing or decreasing. He's just staying well, he's at the, the top. course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I think that you see like he's every year and Ludwig Leclere. He's up. There yeah, pa- close. Powell. Giacino's I think the number 2 is DeCino, yeah. yeah. Um which they ha- they still haven't made this announcement and I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to guess that Giacchino's doing the Andor series. Um, but mm. anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. You know you know who would, I wish
1: that they had just given him a chance? Sh- and, you know, he, he, he's probably retired, but Alan Silvestri. I always liked his yes. scores. <laughs> he did a great job with Back to the Future, and I always wonder what he would take... A small Star Wars, like a mm-hmm. live action miniseries and do a soundtrack with that. Now that John Williams is not yeah. sole proprietor of, yeah. you know, of soundtracks. And, you know,
2: the, if this person, they, actually these two people are sadly dead, but if they weren't, I would have gone to them. And this is James Horner and Jerry Goldsmith, because they did a lot of the Star Trek soundtracks. And oh. Horner, Horner passed away. Yeah, he died back in 2016.
1: That's awful. I Well, no. I, I, the last that I remember his score, he did, didn't he do Avatar? He did Avatar,
2: yep. He did Avatar, which was yep.
1: just out of this world because the music was much alien as the planet was and visually yep. stunning matched it, I would say, mm-hmm. with the music some, to some such a degree, but I know we're off topic um, <laughs> we're, all, we're all, you know could, it, could we get a solo, what, who would compose it, all of this stuff
2: hey, uh, this, is, this is what we do, we're a podcast uh,
1: maybe people are listening <laughs> and they're like, it's Friday morning and they're like, hey rumor has started that we are getting a solo
2: <laughs> <laughs> it starts with us we're the, we're, 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 we're uh, the-, the source we're the it's gonna be an article tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Geeks and gamers will cover it. That's all. <laughs> um, uh, you hate them. I like them. But. Yeah.
2: Mm. All right. So uh, that's that. Pretty much covered. Book of Boba Fett. So yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking eight episodes. You wanna make a prediction, Nathan?
1: Yeah, I'll say Book of Boba. I you said you said obviously you'd said nine is a possibility. I said a minimum of six,
0: but
2: I'm hoping for Ooh. eight. Maybe six. Nine. It, that, that'd be a shocker if they did six. Uh, are you thinking any number, Mike?
0: Yeah, eight sounds good. Um, what we get? We've had it. I did read somewhere, and you guys can tell me if this is possibly uh, going to happen, that, that it will begin with Chapter 17. Have you read that, seen that anywhere? Yep. Um, that it will just continue, obviously, because Season 2 of Mando ended with Chapter 16, and this one will start Chapter 17. Do you think they'll... They'll, they'll fold it in with, with Mandalorian that much that they'll just start it out, or do we do we even know that yet? I vote no. No? Okay. I, I vote
1: no. I don't want them no. to.
2: Um, I gotcha. vote no, but I predict yes that that's right. And here's, here's what I'll say. If they make the first episode, Chapter 17, guarantee it's going to have those tie-ins that we're talking about. If it doesn't, and they start out Chapter 1, that's it. That might a very be observant. might 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 mean that we're getting all the standalone stuff from it. Yep. So I think that that's a good, and we're going to get that title right when we get the episode. So I think that yep. we need to the we'll pay attention to that when it comes out. Um, so yeah. All right. Moving on to the to the uh, the discussion of the hour is we don't uh, have too
1: much to talk about. There's there wasn't much, but we can speculate. It All right.
2: So, well that's uh, that's the whole yeah, whole uh uh Kenobi. <laughs> um so, first I will say I am predicting a May release and here's why <clears throat> is that they announced a um uh, uh that Book of Boba Fett would be in December or Christmas time uh when season 2 of Mando ended. And so that was a year out and then a few months uh later they announced that there was going to be this little book from DK Publishing called "Be More Boba," which there's a line of books from DK Publishing. It's a kids' book series. Be more Lando. Be more Leia. Be more
0: be whatever. Be more Vader. Be, be more, more Vader, Vader, which I have on my yeah, yeah. I have that one on my bookshelf.
2: Oh, good. So you know what? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, uh-huh. There's one coming out in December called "Be More Boba," which obviously is coinciding with the release of Book of Boba Fett. Well, they just announced several months ago that "Be More Kenobi." Oh, no, sorry, Be More Obi-Wan is uh, coming out in May of next year, which, if we're following the the, the pattern, means that Kenobi comes out in May. Um, uh, And it would make sense because they like to release things on uh, May the 4th for Star Wars. They did that the last two years. No, not last two years. Just last year. Or was it? They did that in twenty twenty, so and twenty twenty one. They did stuff in twenty. So the last two years, they've released stuff on May the fourth. So I think that that is um, uh, evidence that that's that's the date that we're getting Kenobi, and it'll have it'll have happened right after um, uh Celebration in April, which means that they might show the first two episodes to the audience in April, like they did for Rebels. Um, they, used, they used to do that for hmm. Rebels whenever the first this, the, first, the sh- first two episodes. So I, I wonder if that might happen. But still, I think it's going to be May. Um, although it could be earlier. Do you, Nathan, have a prediction for the the date?
1: Uh, I I'm tempted to just agree with you, but I don't want to wait that long. And I <laughs> wonder, I wonder, it'll, it'll, it, does it seem like they'll they'll do this based off of? making Star Wars content continuous throughout next year. So let's say Bad Batch Season 2 is able to be released almost right after Book of Boba Fett concludes. Then at the very end of, of Bad Batch, they would keep it from overlapping, but that's when they would go yeah. with after a week or two of break, they might go into Kenobi. And it, it would probably be around that time, February to May would be about the time, the runtime for a yeah. season of Bad Batch. Which seems logical, even though I don't want to wait that long. Um, <laughs> if, if, however, Kenobi's further along, they might give it to us right after, and Bad Batch could be next summer, which would be fine because this is what we had it last. You know, last uh, this past year, we had it during yeah. the summer. Um, And the summer is a lighter time for releases. You don't usually have your bigger. You might have a big summer blockbuster movie, but the series wise, there's not usually a lot. So it feels better for summer to be a Bad Batch and Kenobi to be a spring because that's you have your big spring dramas and TV shows. Yeah,
2: I would hope that it's sooner. I would hope that it's March at the latest. I the part of the reason I mean it's possible it could be March. the reason I don't think it's well you know that's so the, so if we're following the, the the mathematics of Mandalorian, the first season of Mandalorian started shooting in October and released the next October. the first season of um, or sorry the second season of Mandalorian started shooting in um, uh, September and released in October so it was about a year later and this time, <coughs> Book of Boba Fett did the same thing. with It started shooting in December, and they're releasing it in December. So this following the year-long wait. But there's two key differences. First key difference is it's six episodes instead of eight, so it's less episodes. Uh. Second key difference is you only have one director. And that means that that director, like, when you had four or five directors, for they could each be working. Kenobi? Yeah, no, yeah, for Kenobi, it's just one director. Um, it's just Deborah Chow. That's it. Yeah, that's it. She's for every directing episode. every episode. She's directing all oh. of it, which means whenever it takes you more have time to do one exactly director, a whole lot more. So it's even though we have fewer episodes, it might still take the full year to do it because of the extra episodes <clears throat> that it takes. So I, long story short, I don't know uh, <laughs> if 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 we have a guarantee on any of that. But mm. um, we got the sizzle. Uh, Mike, did you see the little sizzle we got for uh, for Kenobi? It was more of a uh, concept art than a sizzle but
0: yes yes i did see that that was um i was hoping for f- like full teaser or trailer but <laughs> yeah the anything kenobi related was was the one thing that i was you know kind of hoping for from out of disney plus day so yes i i watched it um watched it friday on a mobile device and then just watched it just a little while ago on on disney plus
2: mm, Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, it did leak, which I was very frustrated about. I did not I heard about that. watch yeah. it. I did not I... watch the leak. But did you, you watch it, okay. Nathan? Yeah, I... Nope, didn't watch. Yes, yes, I'm very excited. I was like, part of me, <laughs> I was very disappointed in whoever leaked it. I was like, seriously, you could not wait 24 hours for it to come
1: out. Because I, I heard that it was a sizzle. I was like, ah, I, just, I don't want to see that. I only want to see the real trailer. I'll no. wait for tomorrow To see the real trailer <laughs> And then I was like I guess I'll look at The sizzle now And just watch that Yeah you know, <laughs> so That's basically What I felt like
2: Yeah And uh Yeah it was It was not much And apparently Some of this stuff Was what The investors The The, the, the top investors Not just normal investors But the top investors Got some of this Last year Um mm. uh, But not all of it Uh but I, I, I specifically was intrigued by the artwork of what looks like stormtroopers in what looks like the Jedi Temple. I don't know if it's the Jedi Temple, but yeah. um, uh, it's that big hallway. And there was then you also get, some um, Hoth looking in the snowspeeders, wasn't there? Uh, it looked like it was... So those aren't... Like, I don't think those are exclusively snowspeeders, but yes, it is right. the snowspeeders from Hoth. Mm-hmm. Um. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think we see that. Right. They they adapted them to the cold. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Adapted them to the cold. Yeah. I think that this further lends evidence that we're going to get connections between Kenobi and Andor. In that, I think that um, in <clears throat> Kenobi and Andor, we'll get the 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 major players of the rebellion. Your Mon Mothma, your Bail Organa, those type of people. I think we're going to see them in both shows, and that's going to be the connective tissue between the two. Yeah.
1: Timeline wise, Kenobi is set 10 years, which will be putting, well, frankly, it'll be put Luke and Leia at 10 years old, Um, which was there a rumor. Now, I had seen a few different places that Millie Bobby Brown would be a perfect casting of a long young Leia, but (laughs) she's too old for a 10. Have you seen that?
2: I haven't seen that, but that's hilarious. I love that.
1: (laughs) So she with. I think with the with the photoshop that was done she really 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 looks very similar. She could pull it off. But there are rumors back in July that there was another younger uh, younger actress who I hadn't heard of. Her name was uh, Vivian Lyra Blair. She was reportedly cast as Princess Leia, young Princess Leia to appear in the Kenobi show. I can't Ooh. confirm on the like the reporting of that, but you know, we're expecting to see some young Leia in the Kenobi show, possibly young Luke in the Kenobi show. Aunt Beru, you know, Owen, do we expect the same actors from the prequels to reprise their mm-hmm. their roles?
2: Uh, well, actually, they did confirm, Lucasfilm that did, that they're in this, Um, uh, that they're in it. Both, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, uh, Joel Edgerton. Joel,
0: Joel Edgerton, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I'm unfortunately forgetting her name um, off the top of my head. But both of them were in the tweet when they announced it, so they're both in it.
1: Well, it's just, she's just, this is my girlfriend Barrett. That's, that's, that's all we got.
2: Yeah. Maybe she'll have more in the show, but it, it does lead to the question of if we're going to get uh, um, Luke in the show. I think it'd be smart if they never actually show Luke, but if he's always just, he happens to always be out of the camera shot. <clears throat> like, hmm. oh man, like they're sitting at the table and he's just on the other end of the table. Like... <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious, but I don't know if they'd go for
1: that. Maybe maybe Luke gets some, uh, into some other trouble and we see Ken kind of watching over him in the corner mm-hmm. of the room and like saving him and keeping him out of out of danger. Uh even no the matter, little things. No matter what. So that happens, he's not there just wasting his time.
2: Yeah. No no matter what <laughs> uh, happens, we have to see um uh Uncle Owen getting mad at Kenobi for something. There's gotta be this incident where Mm -hmm. Kenobi does something, leads the Tuskens there inadvertently, and it ticks off Owen and says, you never come back here. That's gotta happen in this series, because I think that's that's why you include those actors. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, I wonder how much of it's actually going to take place on Tatooine. Um, Mm. You know, because... Uh, one uh, possible missed. plot suggestion I think that I've come across in, in reading today was, and I'm fascinated by the uh, the Inquisitors. Um, you know, yeah. the Inquisitorial Squad. Wait, that may be going all the way back to <laughs> Harry Potter. I may have just I may have just crossed Harry Potter with Star Wars, but it wouldn't be the first time. But the um, the Inquisitors they are Force-sensitive, uh, dark side uh, Force users. You know, the, the Empire obviously uh, enlists and employs to hunt down Jedi who survived the Purge um, and one potential plot could have an Inquisitor or multiple Inquisitors coming to Tatooine um, and Obi-Wan in an attempt to obviously lead them away because he's, his, mind, his main objective here is to protect young Luke and to make sure he's not discovered <clears throat> by the Empire or anything like that so maybe he leads them, he leads them away from Tatooine um, and, uh, you know, perhaps, and of course, the one everybody's talking about is is this rematch between Vader and, and Obi Wan that's going to take place and <coughs> where that's going to take place. I'll tell you what I'm most looking forward to. And I, I am most looking forward to the moment uh, where Obi Wan realizes yep. who Vader is. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, he has this moment of realization because, as far as we know, and as far as he knows, you know, when Obi Wan left um, Mustafar, and he saw what had happened or what he had done and what had happened to Anakin Skywalker, as far as Obi-Wan knows, he's dead. Um. Um, and so the moment when Obi-Wan is going to realize that this, uh, this terrible, um, uh, horrific uh, you know, being who is Darth Vader uh, is Anakin, uh, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see how that plays out and how he discovers that and what that realization is like for him because that is obviously the greatest regret of obi-wan's life um is he trained anakin anakin fell to the dark side um obi-wan had to destroy him um and now what you know if he's going to realize he's going to come to the realization that that in fact anakin is now uh vader then i can only imagine how crushing that's going to be uh for obi-wan and I, i not that I'm anxious to see that <laughs> necessarily, but I, I, yeah, I don't want to sound sadistic here, but I am looking forward to to how that plays out, um, and to um, and to just seeing, like you said, it's it's ten years after Revenge of the Sith. I think it's nine years prior to A New Hope, if I have the timeline right. So it's kind of like right in the middle, um, and, and I want to know, I want to see, you know, Obi Wan in that time frame. Um, And if it's half as good, I'll say this, if this show ends up being half as good, uh, Jonathan, as as what John Jackson Miller did with with the book, uh, Kenobi, then we will all be very, very happy, won't
2: we? Oh, we will be happy. Speaking of the book, (laughs) uh, that's a good... uh, I'll I'll make
1: a prediction or two about the Kenobi show. Okay, before we we get there, hold on to that thought for a
2: second, because that was a good transition from Mike, because... Go ahead. Um, he mentioned the Kenobi novel. Nathan, you have a copy. We need to read that before <laughs> Kenobi comes out. Um,
1: oh yes, I do have. a copy. Yes,
2: uh, and it's signed I too. See it. um, we need it's to. What? It's, it's signed, signed too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So Dude. yeah. So thank you. We, yeah. So we need to to read that um, at minimum, just so you have the context of what that was like, because you know <clears> Mike and I love that novel and. By the way, talking about that um, kind of uh, marketing thing was that uh, they did, they're did they doing the Essential Legends novels. They're picking two or three every quarter or every couple months and releasing them in trade paperback with new covers and new audiobooks and stuff. And one of them that's coming out in April, so roughly a month before we expect the show to come out, is Kenobi. <laughs> they're doing a re-release of it. Uh, which, of course, uh, made John Jackson Miller very happy because he gets much more money from trade paperbacks. <laughs> so that's coming out, which lends even further credibility that it's coming out, I think, in May. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> Nathan, course. you uh, you need to read that. But you said you had predictions.
1: Well, I did, um, but you may now respond and say, well, that that's already covered in the Kenobi book, so you'll, you'll some. But a possible B-plot and a possible... Name I want mentioned in the show. So, um, I would love for the Kenobi show as a B plot to be Obi Wan continuing to learn how to commune with Force Ghost <laughs> and how to become one.
2: Is that in the book? <laughs> well, that's a discussion of much consternation in the book. Uh, okay, so yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but it's 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 that topic is in the book. I'll say.
1: Do you feel like this is a possibility for a B plot in the show where we could get? Wonderful Liam Neeson reprising his role physically on screen in Star Wars again, which, oh. I mean, I love the man. He still says he is proud of episode one and proud of the work that he did.
2: I, I love am that. too. I lo- I'm proud I love- of his work on episode one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so, But I'd love to see him. I'd love to see even like, you know, possibly even Yoda maybe communing over long distance or something. But... That would be such a great B-plot for for this is Obi-Wan trying to develop that and knowing that that's the way that he's going to continue on. But a name that I just would love to hear dropped is Thrawn <laughs> during the Kenobi show as set up for even if it's just barely, even if we only see him. And at this point, he's obviously not a grand animal yet. He is... Working his way up the ladder. I'm trying to think timeline, so we're 10 years after Return. This he's is in the
2: middle of the, the first Thrawn book. We're in the middle of that book.
1: Yeah, in the middle of the first Thrawn book before he reaches Grand Admiral, but he's working his way up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So he might be just in that whole streak of wins that he had, you know, as he just worked his way up the ladder. But anyway, I'll say be cool. this.
2: I'll say this. It's if possible. If Introduce the name again. Yeah, throw it in. There. Here's, here's. I don't people think be like, they oh, will. Yeah, you said that. I don't think know. they will because I think that the people who are in charge and steering the side that has the side of Lucasfilm that is dealing with Kenobi and Andor and Acolyte and all that stuff is not the same group of people that's involved in um, uh, that's involved in the Mandoverse. because Favreau and Filoni, they are totally busy they they do not have much time to work on the other stuff now they've had crossover stuff like deborah chow who did two episodes in the first season now she's mm-hmm. doing kenobi but it's not the same it's not like i don't think that they're all doing like a brain trust thing where they're all sitting down and planning out all the shows to, to connect all like that i think that right. they're kind of saying kenobi you do yours and you do yours ah you might have some connections but maybe I, so maybe so if if they just had a small tidbit in there i mean
1: I'm just saying you're going to build it and establish it and reassert, you know, all the people who heard it for the first time in Mando season two. Yeah. like, Who is this Grand Admiral Thrawn? I've never read a book. I've never heard the name. I've only mm-hmm. watched the films. I've never, only, you know, so that name being reasserted in Kenobi, which everyone will watch <laughs> You know, every my parents will watch Kenobi, you know. <laughs> They will watch that when it comes out. Your parents will watch Kenobi. They will love it. I mean, they're um, watching all anyway, the live
2: action Star Wars stuff. They are. So,
1: yes, yeah. yes, they are. But but every everybody's going to be in on Kenobi. So if they're going to fit in stuff, that's their chance to fit mm-hmm. it in um, when everybody's watching. Just a thought. Um,
2: be we're the maybe sad thing, dead
1: horse, because we don't. Have
2: yeah. <laughs> the sad. The sad thing is that you know we have there's, there's two camps of people on Obi Wan and there's the camp. There's the Timothy Zahn camp where he says Kenobi dropped off Luke and then made a nuisance of himself around the galaxy and then uh, went back afterwards and was only there for like a little while longer. Um, everyone just thought he was on Tatooine when really he was off keeping busy Vader busy. Then you have the John Jackson Miller group, which is the... No, he never left Tatooine. He stayed there. He was a hermit. He... Paid his punishment uh, by by living there, and that was his 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 life. And I've always thought that that made more sense, and I've always thought that that was a better decision. But based off the concept art alone, I do not uh-huh. think that we're getting that that line. I think we're getting him uh, going around making a nuisance of himself. And Maybe so for me, for but me, if
1: he's there for years, I mean, if he's been there. You know Nine ten years And then he goes off And does a little action For a month or so And then goes back Is that really count As going off And making Yes Because
2: I feel like He needs to have When he says Obi-Wan Kenobi That's a name I haven't heard In a long time That's like He has not Thought Or even like Really registered Being Obi-Wan Since Episode three that's how I've always felt so that that would work better. Well the show is called Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's why I'm saying the show's going to do that so what I am the saying What if at the end
1: of this what if the end of the season 1 <gasps> they they zoom out and Obi-Wan comes becomes Ben? What if that's they 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 change the logo at the end of it,
2: you know, <laughs> oh, coming like soon. A, like <laughs> kind of like they did with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier became uh, Or just uh, yeah, Captain well, America uh, yeah. Winter Soldier
1: but like Book of Boba Fett style where they have that instead, they're like Ben Kenobi. Season yeah. two of Kenobi is called Ben Kenobi. I don't know. That's stupid. Sorry. I've...
2: Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's coming. But yeah, so I'm, my, my, my <laughs> point there was that I have to manage my expectations and say, okay, we're already not getting my side of what I want Kenobi to happen. So I'm just going to be okay with it. But man, if we get if we get the Pika Oasis and we get the words Danar's claim, mm. I am going to oh. flip out. I would love it. That is that
1: book reference there. Yeah, book reference.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that would be. Or if we could get you know uh, a Tuscan, or even if we could just get the word Orin Galt or Aniline. Oh, any of those, I'd, I'd be happy with any of those. But I don't think I don't, I'm not banking on it. <laughs> um. So transition <laughs> next. uh... <laughs> next topic is andor now this is breaking news as we're recording this because on Thursday we got um, uh, one of the Lucasfilm VPs for development I forgot her name so I'm apologize but I could search it if I wanted to um, she announced that she, uh, that uh, andor is coming out in quarter four of 2022 based off Disney's fiscal year not based off of, you know, quarter actual quarter 4, which means it would come out any anytime between August and October. And I think that that means that August is the the likely time frame because um it needs to if it's going to be 12 episodes, that's like 3 months, and you have to leave enough time at the end of the year for the last season of Mandalorian. So I'm thinking it's going to be August through October. Um, and we know it's going to be 12 episodes because they've announced that. And they're not using the volume, which I think is why it's taking so astronomically long for them to make this show. Because they had to make it more like a movie than they did a TV show. So it costs them more and it takes more time. And they're doing twice as many episodes as Kenobi. So, so, but, uh, and and or, or
1: is confirmed. How many episodes? 12 episodes. 12.
2: Yeah, they said and that it's confirmed last year.
1: there's six for sure?
2: For Kenobi, yeah. They said that at d23 back in 2019 so now okay. the uh, th- it was funny because Andor started shooting well before Kenobi and didn't rap till after Kenobi rapped oh wow <laughs> because it's that long it's, it's a lot of there's a lot of stuff they have to shoot so just kind of I just find that kind of funny so um, uh, I'll throw it to you first Mike. Uh, your thoughts on Andor? Cameos you want to see? Where you want the plot to go? Any any style stuff or cool things you want to see in it?
0: Um, I'll say that I'm excited about this one. Um, I loved the character in Rogue One. I mean, mm-hmm. really was a big fan of, of Diego Luna's uh, Cassian Andor. Um, it's a character I think that that warrants um a little more exploration and a little more um, backstory. Um. Yeah, he, I just, I want to see more of, um, of some of the things, <laughs> I am, uh, I, I, I hearken back to, um, The Rise of Skywalker, when, uh, you know, Finn, uh, Finn, and uh, there's obviously something going on between Finn and Rey that Poe is not, not included in, and, and <laughs> Poe's like, he says, he says something about keeping secrets, and Finn says, I'll tell you when you tell me how you, how you know how to do all that shady stuff you do. And, <laughs> and Cassian, Cassian Andor strikes me as somebody who has done a lot of shady stuff mm-hmm. for, um, for the cause, for the Rebellion. Uh, and I, he even alluded to that in, in Rogue One. Some, and we even saw him do some things that clearly um, he wrestled with at a very, very deep level that he had to do because he had completely sold out for the cause of the Rebellion. Um, and I, so I'm looking forward to kind of going back a little bit and seeing, um, you know, fleshing that out a little bit, seeing some of that. Um, I do hope, and I don't know if we know this or not, but surely uh, K2SO is going to be in there, right?
2: <laughs> ah, that's an interesting I mean, topic.
0: I, 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 so I would hope that we see K2 uh, at some so point. So maybe
2: show how they meet. Maybe? Here's, here's yeah. an interesting thing that came out. So, initially, the plan was for K2SO to be in Season 1 of Andor, and then, first of all, scheduling conflicts happened, and the second thing was they basically realized they couldn't put everything they wanted to do in Andor into one season, and so it looks like it's going to be three, and um, they we do know that uh, they have ordered the next 12 episodes for Season 2, but we also know that... Alan Tudyk came out and said he was not involved in Season 1 of Andor, um, and he was really surprised. He was like, I thought surely we'd be able to work it out, but they weren't, so that's why they had to write it so that he doesn't show up in Season 1, but can show up in Season 2. So it won't be this this season of Andor that we see him, at least, unless he's just totally lying, which he might be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, anyway, I, I... And going back to the timeline again of when all this is going to come out um it is interesting because we know obviously we know Book of Boba Fett starts December and since that one i think when that one ends i think people are going to be people are already extremely hungry for season 3 of Mandalorian and if Book of Boba Fett ends in February and we don't get season 3 of Mando until November um that's a that's that's kind of a big gap now it's two I'll, years I'll be fine between
1: seasons Of Mando, two years is a long time.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of a long time. Which I think that tells me that Book of Boba Fett is going to feel very much like a continuation of the Mando story, just a different part Mm -hmm. of it. You know, I think it's going to be that, and I think I think we're going to get our Mando fix from Book of Boba Fett, and then um, so. But yeah, as far as the timeline of all this, you know, I just wonder which of these does this Andor series. Tie in? Does it tie in, Jonathan? You mentioned a minute ago you thought it might connect with Kenobi, and we might see some of the leaders of the rebellion, Mon Mothma and Bail Organa, and they might be um, that connective tissue that kind of connects these two. But um, yeah, I, as as far as cameos, I I don't know. I'm maybe them, but I'm I'm super excited for for Andor because it's um, like I said, that character in Rogue One. Um, Rogue. I don't I don't know about Universal because nothing is. I don't know that there's any consensus or or, or, or universal opinion in for Star Wars fans anywhere, but I think Rogue One was extremely popular. I think it was very well liked. It was very well received. I think people really, really liked it, and I I, I think a lot of people are going to be pretty pumped about this this Andor series. And as far as the plot, I don't know. I mean, you know, there there seems like there's a lot of different directions that they could go, Uh, but Mm -hmm. I think we will see some of those. Earlier, um, earlier seeds of the of the rebellion. And Jonathan, for you and I, and for Nathan too. Now I think because I think he read it. it you know, we know that what really preceded Rogue One, at least from from a novel perspective, was was Catalyst. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if there are characters, maybe from, you know, from from that story, that we're going to see, uh, you know, pop up in this Andor series. Yeah. I am,
1: you know, critic. Mm-hmm is is more interesting to me now Mm -hmm. um tarkin if they are able to do him in the indoor show i really hope that the voice will be the same because i think that was good but that the technology on his face oh surely it's been five years oh surely
2: it's gonna get better (laughs) (laughs) it it was so
1: it was so bad that as i was walking out of the theater i was like why did they use tarkin so much why you had vader he doesn't, he doesn't even need a face thing. He's got a mask. <laughs> All you need is the voice. Just use Vader instead of talking so much. But um, I do represent a part of the fan base that found character of Andor to be... Okay, well, he's dead. I'm not interested in what happened before him, so...
0: Okay, I, gotcha. Uh,
1: I just... I, I'm going to have an open mind going into it, but I don't have the excitement that people do because I didn't find that character to be compelling... Yet and maybe if I guess Jen too, I liked Jen, but we know where there it's a dead end and uh, <laughs> like I already know where it's going and for some reason, even though like a character like you know Vader, I know where I know it's a dead end, I know where it's going, but I love every second of it and I
2: didn't feel that way with Andor. so I'm gonna <laughs> give it a chance but
1: that's what that's so we'll see.
2: Uh, I, you know. I'm gonna quote uh, Hawkeye from endgame. We know where you're going. Now let's just focus on where you, how you get there. Uh, yeah, that's that. Um, I, Maybe I get that. This I,
1: series will make me love him. I really hope that it does.
2: And I don't. It's not like Andor was my favorite character at all. But the world of Andor is go is what excites me. The fact that it's all rebellion stuff. The fact that it's going to be. Like a more mm-hmm. political thriller, spy thriller type thing. The fact that we're going to get Rebels vs. Empire, which I love reading about and watching on the big screen. I love Rebels versus Empire. So it's basically, it just happens to be that the vehicle that we're getting is Andor. Now, if we were getting this same type story, and I could replace it, Andor, with another character, there are many other characters I would replace him with Wedge. Um, uh, from a story perspective, but I think there's many other characters that you could replace Andor with. You could make a new character. You could use someone from the comics or novels that would fit better. But I, so as I'm, I'm kind of with you, I don't really care about Andor himself, but I care about where they could go with this, um, uh, with with the with the world building. And I'm gonna make a prediction, and I think that this is going to um, uh, this is gonna shock people. I'm gonna say. Uh-oh. Kenobi is going to be a disappointing show and that Andor is going to... No one's expecting anything from it and it, people are going to be genuinely surprised by it. I think that Kenobi is going to be too hyped and that Andor is going to be not hyped enough and so they're going to get reverse results. I don't want Man. that to happen. I want both of them to be loved, but that's what I think is going to happen because the, I, the bar is prediction. really low.
1: Uh, you're right about the bar. Uh, <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Is that, uh, you, well, I, I tend to disagree yeah, with that, but...
0: I mean, let's let's be honest. If Kenobi lives up to the hype, we're talking about the greatest, you know, streaming series in the history of of streaming television, right? <laughs> because the, the hi- I mean, the hype and the, the excitement and expectation for, for that show are off the charts. So if it does live up to it, then we will be it'll be unbelievable. And even if it falls a little bit short, um, and it's interesting though because you you guys talk about how the, the character Cassian Andor character, you know, your interest to Jonathan in the world. Um, that he kind of worked in and lived in but maybe you know and his character just kind of happens to be the vehicle for that that's completely different than for example the like the Kenobi series where and obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi is you're talking about one of the main you know characters in all of the history of Star Wars but it is interesting and you could even put Mandalorian in there as well it's interesting how the showmakers use the title character quote unquote the main character to tell the story and how how big of a role they end up playing? I, I go back to something that uh, Cassian Andor said to uh, to so in Rogue One. He said something about I've been in this fight since I was six years old, and I just wonder how far back we're going uh, in this show. If it's twelve episodes, I think they. And if it's multiple seasons, and season one is twelve episodes, they got time to go all the way back. Even if it's just as a flashback, they'll mm-hmm. go all the way back to when he was a kid, and and we we get family background and we get how he got involved. Um, you know, because he always kind of gave Jen a little bit of—he was always a little skeptical of her because um, she sort of picked up the fight when it was convenient for her, and yeah. this whole thing was, "Look, I don't—I don't have a choice. I've been in this thing, you know, since I was six. This is my life." And so he was—I um, liked—I don't know—I I gather that I liked his character a lot more than you guys did, but that's cool. Uh, maybe <laughs> I think—I think you know, your prediction, Jonathan, may well end up being right because. The expectations are so far apart on these two that they're bound to, you know, they're bound to meet in the middle. Um, I hope, I hope yeah. that one, being Kenobi, meets expectations, and I hope that Andor exceeds them. We'll see. Yeah.
1: and I, th- I, you, I mean, it's not. Um, what I was going to say, Jonathan, real quick, yeah, yeah. is just there's, there's a portion of the fan base that, and Ewan McGregor was surprised by this, but there's a portion that has absolutely become like a, an adoring. Ewan McGregor yeah. like worshipful <laughs> status where and we already know that it's the entire subreddit of prequel memes. Yeah. But, but in addition <laughs> in addition to prequel memes, it is it's a lot of people who, who've gone back and grew really, you know, the next generation that grew up on the prequels, yeah. that those were their films and they you know, it means much much, much more to them than I think some of the you know, original trilogy fans and Ewan came back to such like high expectations that there is there is quite a lot on the shoulders of, of the show. And I'm not denying that point. And I think that has to be mentioned in contributing like to the, obviously the hype. Um, and I, am really happy too for, for Ewan, you know, coming back, he was so pleasantly surprised because when he was filming this, he didn't really have, he didn't have like negative reception, but he didn't have any of the love that he gets like today. And for him to experience that will be so good for us to just, it'll be very wholesome. Um, yeah. and i really hope that he doesn't you know even if he just does a good show and it's not like well that was the best thing ever but if it's a good show that's people are gonna love it and we're gonna just eat it up because we love the character we love the actor um and yeah. if it's disappointment yeah. then that's where we'll start to be like oh man i
0: really really wish it was good <laughs> anyway you know yeah. it, it, also, when you, I don't know how we got through our discussion of Kenobi without mentioning Hayden Christensen, but yeah, we did. We, we, yeah, it was but, assumed, you know, assumed, but yeah, yeah, Hayden,
2: um, Hayden, the same way, the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah go it's, ahead. he's 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 changed a lot in the span of his perspective, but yeah,
0: yeah, and the whole thing when we when we heard about the Kenobi series, like immediately was okay. is... Is Vader in it, and how much? Like, how much Vader are we going to get? And then we sort of fixate immediately on 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 Vader when the show is obviously it's Obi Wan Kenobi. So, but you know that Vader just has such he has such uh, he has such pull, and everything tends to. Even uh, you know we saw it uh, obviously at Rogue One. You know talking about this Andor series, and um, at at the end of Rogue One, and the scene. That was added with Vader toward the end of that. It was so many people, probably mine included. It's their favorite scene from that movie. So, um, just everything revolves around around yeah. Vader. And I and I wonder, you know, with this, um, you know, with the Andor series, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't know what kind of a tie in, you know, um, there might there might or might he not might. be. But I'm, <clears throat> he
1: yeah, might. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We can't talk about and Jonathan. I'm sorry yeah. for hogging this, but we can't go. talk about it with Hayden being there there's an automatic implication there's the assumption that we're not just going to see vader behind the mask why bring hayden if you're only going to show <laughs> that, oh he trust us he was the guy he was behind the suit he didn't do the voice but just trust us so he, the assumption is already there we're going to get some some more of vader that we've not seen some more of vader without his mask we're going to get some maybe some flashbacks or some visions or Some type of that type of new perspective into probably a lot of people's top tier character in Darth Vader, as we've already said, the draw, the pull. So that can't be understated. And just showing that, just giving us that, it's hard to mess that up if they if they do the The only way they can mess that up is if they contradict maybe uh, things that were said in the original trilogy or lines or or like, you know, people people reference like Obi-Wan's duel in you know, obviously New Hope and. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Was that referencing, you know, obviously Duel of the... F- or not Duel of the Fates, but uh, Battle of the Heroes, you know, was that referencing yeah. Revenge of the Sith? Or a Kenobi battle rematch that they're going to have? Because it could, yeah. as long as it fits, it doesn't contradict. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Jonathan.
2: I was going to say, I think that they might be going the range, uh, the, the route of, we assumed that when uh, Anakin says, my powers have doubled since the last time we met, to uh dooku we always thought he was just talking about uh tatooine it turns out they battled like like a hundred times a few months ago Uh, (laughs) yeah ah, i saw you a couple days ago at the at the (laughs) armies over there yeah um yeah that's
0: a (laughs) that's a that's a a really great point though nathan i thought about that too i thought the one thing that's going to make people upset is if they were to do something that then somehow delegitimizes that dialogue, you know, between Vader and Obi Wan in A New Hope, which was which was so good, and the, the very I thought about the very line you just quoted, um, where he says, "When I left you, I was but the learner; now I am the master." And I, of course, we've always thought that's referring back to the, the you know the battle on Mustafar, and maybe it's referring to the rematch on Mustafar now, and that's okay. I mean, that, that preserves it. That doesn't do anything to necessarily you mean that that what we saw in A New Hope was not valid. But they're going to have to be careful, or they will have. They will have had to have been careful. since It's already <laughs> completed and done, and I'm sure they were. But I, yeah, I am. I am interested to see um, uh, to see how that fits in with what we know to be true. Uh, going from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope, uh, I'm interested to see how they how they connect it.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm interested in that. So we haven't we haven't talked about this part, but talking about scheduling things. So mandalorian season two and book of boba fett we got the trailer two months before the show came out mm-hmm. for mando season one they did the trailer about five months before it came out but that was because it was d23 and for um uh and and they did like they showed really rough footage like everyone who saw the rough footage of mando season one it celebration said oh my goodness this is so rough it does not look good so i'm wondering <coughs> if we get any footage of kenobi at d23 or at the investor day will it be really rough or will they have had time to patch it up and if not will we not get a full trailer this would i think fans would riot but would we not get a full trailer till march i think there's a i think i think that's a possibility if they follow suit of the other shows Because Disney, Hmm. like not just Disney, all TV shows are lessening the time between when they release trailers and when they release the show, especially for television. It's getting really narrow. All they'd
1: have to show is some Tatooine sunsets and a few, you know, shots of like Hmm. Kenobi in the desert just walking around and then just a face reveal. And even if that was if that was all that we got, we would still be like, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: For now And he needs to And, and he then needs in to a month say, and a
1: half Would be like We need some more now We need some more <laughs>
2: We need um, to He needs to say Hello there uh, And that, that's the end of the trailer
1: <laughs> So she turns to the Turns to the camera And drops a yeah. Pivotal fourth wall break You know <laughs> 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 uh, And then and you that hear, that you that hear that like And ec- you have like an echo In the background like General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> was like in his brain, <laughs> he can hear, like, and Obi-Wan smiles. He's like, those were weird times. <laughs> um, uh, okay.
2: Anyway, right. So, uh, and Are we going to yes.
1: postpone some of the discussion? Are we going to go ahead and talk about Mando season three and Bad Batch season two, our predictions and stuff?
2: Well, if you guys have the time, I thought we would. So, let make it a mega yeah, episode. Keep so, uh,. Can we pause the episode so I can go pre-hit my grill? Oh, go go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone, three, two, one, pause. All right. So, why don't we begin, uh, talking about Mando Season 3. I'm predicting a November to December release. It's entirely possible it might be October, but I'm predicting November to December based off scheduling. Um... Uh, I'm thinking, I am i wouldn't, I'm not thinking, I'm pretty sure we're getting eight episodes like we did the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, Nathan, you go first this time on your uh, expected cameos, maybe where the plot's going, <laughs> and a certain blue, blue-skinned, uh, red-eyed character we want to see. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's <laughs> really obvious that the setup was a Mando arc on, hopefully, retaking the throne of Mandalore, or... Mm-hmm. You know, something with Death Watch. I, I do expect the conflict to happen between <clears throat> whatever. We don't know that they're officially Death Watch. So they might, you know. But basically, the Covenant that, obviously, Din Djarin was raised in with the this is the way oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we'll have that conflict. We'll see that conflict. We'll get the armorer back. We might even get Jon Favreau's bounty hunter or Mandalorian yeah. uh, character back. It'd be great to see him uh, suit back up. Um... <clears throat> them conflicting with, of course, Bo-Katan, hopefully we'll see some of the planet, we'll see the Darksaber playing its role in rulership, and it'll just, it'll be polit- political, and then hopefully the B-plot, which we really hadn't had the B-plot too much at Mendo, but, you know, it's been, we would occasionally flash up to, like, you know, Moff Gideon on the ship, but um, I expect Moff Gideon to be a prisoner for just a little while, and then either escape, uh, mishandled or something, continue to be a threat, go back and, and, and be more of a problem, but no longer with the idea of the child being central to it, but necessarily like something else that's that's going to drive him. He's gonna, it's going to be personal or they're going to be involved with something else that he's more interested in stopping. Um, so... That's that. I, as far as predictions, I'd love to see all the characters we've gotten so far. New characters, I just don't know, man. I feel like we're gonna see some people in Book of Boba Fett. They will say, "Oh, I hope they show up in Mandalorian." <laughs> yeah, and yes. and I'll say, yep, all those people. Um, and of course, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you can always hope that you'll get, uh, you know, I, I think I think on the Ahsoka show they've already talked about how uh, Hayden was confirmed already for that. Um, so that may be where they show the interactions between Force Ghost Anakin and Ahsoka, yeah. uh, which for me will be kind of like a moment of pure ecstasy. Like, I want that so bad. I want Ahsoka and Anakin to to, to be reunited
2: and her to see that he's in the light in his death. And But isn't it going to feel so weird <sighs> when it's not the Anakin Hayden actor hitting yeah, yeah. Rosario? That's. I mean, like it's going to be awesome. But part of me is—it's just gonna feel weird. It's gonna be like this isn't the exact payoff maybe, that it should be.
1: Maybe, but I wonder—and we haven't done this—but what to what degree will Hayden's performance have changed? And mm-hmm. has he seen Clone Wars? Has he seen that? What about the? Whenever you talk with people who are prequel haters, people who are movie critics, and they look—they point to Anakin's dialogue as one of the biggest just constant things that I always hear. It was horrible. Jared Lucas just didn't know how to write for the character. It was awful. And Hayden was terrible. All these things I'm like, yeah, and I'm always defending him and I'm saying, well, you know, but it was better in Thee, and he Well but he's still cringe. Yeah, maybe once or twice. I like Delight though. Just I really liked it, you know. And I constantly feel that way is he going to get that same type of criticism or are they really going to figure out how to give him the perfect dialogue lines when they write him either as Vader or as Hayden or as sorry, Anakin in Ahsoka when he comes back. I really hope that that's something that he gets a chance to shine as the character in a way that people are going to be like, now that's how Anakin should be done live action on screen. (laughs) And he can get that, that he deserves. Um, That's, I don't know. That's what I have to say about that.
2: I mean, it's Filoni that's writing the Ahsoka series. So yeah. I, I, I like Filoni's writing, so I think so. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Back- so I, don't expect, I don't expect Hayden in Mando Season 3. I expect him in a <laughs> There we go. Answer
1: <laughs> to the question. Moving on.
2: <laughs> All right, Mike, any predictions for Mando Season 3?
0: Uh, well, I think it's interesting. The show, again, I don't know if this was everybody's expectation or just mine, but it did feel like the show pretty – it started out – uh, you know, with with Mando on a on a job, and you know, kind of doing you know bounty hunter type stuff, and that's it was it was that for very briefly, and then it took a it took a big detour, um, obviously with the introduction of of Grogu of, of the child, and then that was that's what drove that story for two for two seasons, and now that story has essentially wrapped, obviously, with the appearance of Luke Skywalker, who takes Grogu, and and now that we've kind of put a bow on that, and now, uh, you know, that was a great detour. It was a wonderful detour. I wonder now, are we going to get back into, and I think Nathan hit what a lot of the major plot points will probably be, you know, uh, Bo-Katan and the Darksaber, Mandalore, Moth Gideon, all of that, and I just wonder... Uh, two things. I wonder, will we go through an entire calendar year of all of this Star Wars stuff that we're talking about and not see Grogu a single time, mm-hmm. uh, not see the child anywhere in all of this? And number two, now that that character, the, the baby Yoda character, is no longer central to the Mandalorian plot, I wonder how many people will just will bail on it, even though huh. it's still going to be an excellent show. I just wonder if the popularity of that character and him kind of no longer being in the picture, I wonder if people will get frustrated with his absence and bail on what I think is going to be a really, really good show. I think the show is going to be fantastic moving forward. Um, It's just going to change, and it's going to be different, and I wonder how people will cope with that.
2: Huh. I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, I would be really disappointed if they did, because I'm like, you really just here for the baby?
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The, the hardcore people are not just here for. But it is gonna be. It's gonna have a different feel because the Grogu character and and you know the the character of the child. Will there be any any? There'll be a lot less levity and a lot less cuteness. Uh, <laughs> let's face it. In in season three of Mandalorian, I'm fine with that. I, I think it's gonna be. Uh, you know, I think we'll know. Obviously, we'll know a whole lot more about season three of Mando once we've seen season one of of. Of Boba Fett, I think we'll know a lot more about where it's going. But um, yeah, I, I'm 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 looking forward to it uh, and, and the plot. I'm fascinated by the whole the dark saber and 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 the uh, you know the the attempt to re, to retake Mandalore. I liked Boba Fett's character from season two, so the more of that we get, I'm all about it. I, I really am. Um, you know, moving forward, I I thought it was great. I thought the way they wrapped it up with Luke coming at the end of season two to take Grogu was perfect. And now now it's just going to be very different moving forward, mm-hmm. but I don't think it has to be any... I think, it'd be, I think it can be just as good.
1: Mm-hmm. I think in some cases I have difficult trusting, but we're talking about Filoni and Favreau, and they've <laughs> never led me astray. I, I don't exactly. honestly believe for a second that they would even consider, like in their first writing room, having that meeting without the first question being, the tone of this without Grogu. It's, it's changing the entire dynamic of the show, exactly all you've already mentioned. So that's not something that they would not really put a lot of thought into. And I trust, especially Favreau seems to really get, you know, from his tone work on Elf, which is just like yeah. brilliant. You know, I mean, all the projects he's worked on, he really understands how to make things flow and, and use the... Get, Create the feeling in the audience that you're that you that really what he's what he's looking for. He knows what he wants, and then mm-hmm. they get there together and they make a plan. So <clears throat> maybe we'll see more of Grogu than we we're going to expect. Um, but but I just I'm going to have to say I trust him right now, and we'll see where
2: things go in in Book of Boba,
1: and and then we'll make more speculation.
2: I think that what we're going to get is. A slow build of building this, an exile Mandalorian army. I think that it's going to be like, alright, we're going to go to this Coven. Alright, we're going to go to this planet and get these five bounty hunters. And slowly you're going to see the army build. And the season three is going to end with them hitting some facility. And they'll be like, alright, now that we've done that, time to take Mandalore. Fade to black. That'll be the... Oh. I think oh, that, cool. that'd be a cool That's a cool way to, to, to finish that arc Because you show them building everything And then it's a good cliffhanger Ah, now we get to see the big finale season 4 Which I think season 4 will be the finale um, uh, I can't imagine them going longer Because I think they have so many other things they want to do That they can't
1: mm-hmm.
2: be, be, keep, keep Mando going too long Because that takes a lot of the time to shoot Mando So I'll be
0: so, That's so, what I think Cone, do you think, we, do you think we see Thrawn in season 3 of Mando?
2: at the last episode or two if that if and I think that Thrawn is going to be bigger in Ahsoka. So Yeah, oh no doubt. So uh I think we'll see him more. Like he'll probably be in one or two episodes of Ahsoka whereas I expect a cameo at most for mm. Mando season 3. Mm. So okay. I guess we talked about that one. So our final one is Bad Batch, and I don't remember. Did you watch um, Bad Batch when it was on Disney Plus, Mike?
0: No, I have, I have, that's one I haven't seen.
2: Okay, so um, uh, this will mostly be for Nathan and I because we've because <laughs> okay. we've seen uh, the first season of Bad Batch. But I'll say this: I think it's well worth it. Um, uh, I think it's the best. Uh, I still think it's the best first season. Of a of a animated TV show that we've gotten, so I think it's well it's worth the watch. It's not too
1: long, Mike. You should be able, like, over Thanksgiving break, to to watch it over this series, maybe of a of a few days, because the episodes are twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty. Right. right. Yeah, the first episode is is about sixty minutes. And that's mm-hmm. the only one. That's the only long one. But that first episode is really actually more like a... Movie. You know, tying on of, of what happens, even if it crosses over time-wise, with Revenge of the Sith. Which is great to see things transpiring in the movie. There's movie versions of, like, Palpatine's speech, right? The first Galactic Empire being broadcast to the clones. It's cool stuff. So, oh. <clears throat> but recommend it. The show really covers, in season one... A whole lot of imperial transition stuff that we get to see in a new light, you know, pr- from that perspective of immediately after, and and I think you sh- I think you'll really enjoy it. Overall, Jonathan and I rated it somewhere in the about an eight eight for the season one, even though there were some episodes that were in the mid nines, nine yeah. point four fives, and then there were some episodes that were in the five six range. Yeah, um, but it averaged out really well, so. There's some really good meat to it. There's some really good quality, and visually, it's by far the best of anything that's not live action.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think I think season two. I don't know when season two. Like with all the rest of this, I've been able to make a prediction. I think it's this quarter. I think it's this month ish. I really don't know. Like yes, you said they could put it in February, kind of to to keep us having one Star Wars show every week. I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna happen in summertime, and it's just gonna overlap with something else, right. um, whether it's Kenobi or Andor or something. But I mean, I don't know. They didn't they didn't overlap. What if for for Marvel? So, I'm, I really don't have too much expectations of characters. I mean, I still think we could see some Rebels characters. I think we could see um, Hera come back. I think we could see. Um, uh, some maybe some Clone Wars, maybe a Jedi or two from Clone Wars could show up again. But mm-hmm. other than that, they really I haven't given too much thought to Bad Batch season two. What so. I what I expect is
1: um, if it follows formula of, of like rebels, right? We saw the growth of Ezra. We'll yeah. see the growth of Omega. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she'll pro- progress in her skills and hopefully uh, the character will be aged up a little bit. Maybe we'll see a small time jump. Um, and the question's going to be with, um, I, if I can remember, he's not an... Was he an admiral? Admiral... Uh, Rampart. 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 Yeah, yeah, Admiral Rampart. Admiral Rampart. And just the the continuing pursuit. Um <sighs> I don't expect a whole lot of Empire in season two of Bad Batch yet. I don't know, because we we kept asking ourselves, like, what, you know, because it felt like season one was dealing with how are they going to break from the Empire, get away. They cut their ties, and now if they lay low and do bounty hunter work or whatever else missions, then it doesn't seem like Crosshair is going to chase them. And Rampart seems content as they are, too, you know. He's like, well, they're probably dead. We destroyed all of. Spoiler alert, Mike. Camino's destroyed.
2: Um, <laughs> um, you know, every. So you should you should see this movie, Mike. Like half. A, oh, everyone dies. The dude. <laughs> 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 Everybody,
1: not die! <laughs> I was trying really hard not to talk him too too obvious <laughs> Spoiler, spoilers, but yeah, <laughs> but that one was was pretty on the nose there. I but apologize, hey,
2: Mike. I've already told Mike That's this right. before, so he's already spoiled this. But Wayland, hopefully, we'll get Wayland and more uh, of that facility from the th- original Thrawn trilogy. i um, because they were teased that at the end, so
1: hmm.
2: yeah. I'm hoping... I mean, maybe they're saving that for Mando, but I don't think they're playing that long ball. I think that they're specifically going to tie up the Wayland stuff on this. But maybe. I don't know. But the fact that we got Wayland at all has me super excited. So if if we just see, like, a few minutes of Wayland in the first episode, I will be totally happy with that.
1: Hmm. I don't know, as far as plot, where where it's going to go. It's just... Mm -mm. It's a different... It's a different beast. Um... Could could lead into Andor. Could lead into something totally different. We could, you know, we could see bounty hunters the way we did in Clone Wars. We could jump around more. We yeah. could check up on, you know, uh, which we did see. We saw Bane, obviously. We saw Fennec Shand, but we didn't see. We haven't seen Boba Fett yet. Maybe see. Maybe we see him. Maybe Tamara Morrison's
2: just like, I've got all this work. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, <How laughs> would they? Would they bring in? Mar- oh, Morrison. they might not. You're right. They, they might, I think they might I feel not. like they'd bring in. Um, uh, what? No, no. For no. For Boba Fett, um, they'd bring in you know the kid, the the guy that voiced him in the Clone Wars, who also voiced him in uh, who also played him in the prequels. Um, why can't I remember his name?
0: It was Daniel something, wasn't it? Was it Daniel yeah. Logan?
2: Daniel Logan. Thank you. Yeah, I think it'll be d- if yeah. they bring him in, If they bring in uh, Boba in. That I think they're probably going to bring in Daniel Logan. He may go for a deeper voice, but I think that's what he'll Did do. Did he
1: voice in in Clone really? Wars. Yeah, that's Daniel really? Logan. Yeah, the same kid from Attack of the Clones.
2: Yeah, he was older, but that.
1: yeah, yeah, well, that
2: was that was pretty cool. That, that happens. Uh, he was kind of. It was kind of like the Will Wheaton situation where uh, yeah. he's he Quil stuck Quil Whil- around. Will Wheaton.
1: Will. Oh my God! Family he's Guy. That case now. Know, Will Wheaton? he's funny, but yeah, but I think he's nuts.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does some weird stuff, but I like his. Uh, he's I weird. like his his uh, he his interviews for. Uh, uh, his interviews on, on for Paramount are really good, I think. But Mm-hmm.
1: anyway, okay. so expected cameos, man.
2: Yeah, I don't I have just, much.
1: I just uh, <laughs> I'll tell you more once we get a, a, a trailer or something like that.
2: Yeah, I can't.
1: Uh, I can't think past Book of Boba and Kenobi right now. Those yeah, are those are those, occupying that's, that's,
2: the, all of the gray matter. And I do think that when <laughs> Kenobi is done, you're going to get more excited for Andor for the simple fact that it's going to be the next thing. Like, I think that that'll help. Because right now you have two shows that you're super it'll, excited it'll about be, in front of it. I'll
1: be excited for Cassian, Andor, whatever comes next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I liked that. I, I'm just waiting for they need Damn to include jokes. they need to include uh, some blue skinned uh, aliens in Andor so that they can have a reference to the species Andorians from Andor in Star Trek. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a good reference. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yes. It, oh, five people would like it. Oh that's a that's a that's a that's a Halloween costume idea. I'm going to I'm going to wear a Cassian Andor outfit but paint my face blue and put on two antennas. I'm um, Andor from that Got it. No one's going to get go. it, but that's my that's my Halloween costume. All right. So you could be we'll you get could it. be Cassian Andor,
1: but you could be a Kryptonian so you could be <laughs> Andor from
2: Kandor. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all we're right. we're all getting tired, so let's. I'll wrap it up. Thank you, by the way, Mike, for joining us. We were we went a little crazy on this episode, but
0: <laughs> no, my, my pleasure. I love coming on. Every time I come on, I learn so much.
2: It's Great. Oh boy, we uh, is that, yeah, we is have that well, is that great? Yeah, we, what are you learning?
1: We do <laughs> appreciate. It. Yeah, it's sweet. we really do, man. You're you add so much to the podcast, Mike. Thank
0: you, yeah. as always, for being a part of it. Yeah, my pleasure. Love And it. Yeah, most anytime. likely.
2: The next time we have you on, we'll be talking about Book of Boba Fett, so that'll be exciting. Sweet, yeah, um, can't wait. Uh, uh, so uh, our next topic, probably, fingers crossed, will be, we'll we'll be uh, anything from <laughs> from D twenty three, but we are not promising anything. <laughs> we are not <laughs> promising anything. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, you can find us on Simplecast. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. You can find our Facebook page, Two Sons of Tatooine. You can find my YouTube channel. Then just search the name Jonathan Cohn. You can find my book reviews for Star Trek at Roku Depot. But until next time, I'm Jonathan. I'm Nathan, a.k.a. N.P. Bro. And I'm Mike. And thank you for listening to another episode of Two Sons of Tatooine.